everyone. Welcome to the Cajun Conservative Show. I am your host, Isaac Cage, talking about life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. I'm happy that you decided to join me today as we talk about this great nation. Yes, with all its faults and with all its failures, it is still one of the greatest nations that has ever came about this world. Now, if you believe in evolution, you think this is billions and billions of years, which I don't think it is. But I go ahead and I I tend to believe that we are in a small earth. Not a small earth, a, a young earth. And our young earth, you know, it's in my opinion, six to 10,000 years old. And by far, America, as for freedom, and as for making everyone's life better, hands down is America. But for the last couple of months, we've been under the Biden administration now, close to three months. I believe next week makes three And we have went from America first to America last. And instead of fighting for the entrance of his people, we have a president that is fighting for the entrance of everyone else but his people. Now, I never made, I was not, I never have come on here and used those phrases, but of America first, now is America last. I believe that. This is the first time I'm bringing it up to my audience. But I honestly feel that the Biden administration and the Democrat Party that is in leadership today just don't care two flips about the Constitution and what it says. Now, there's plenty of examples, and I'm going to go through some examples today of this so-called house resolutions that's going to change things in America. And if the American people don't wake up and fight, there's going to be some issues. One, we're going to go ahead and talk about this, the, the, um, a while back, the phony impeachment. That was unconstitutional. And the Democrats went ahead and said, nope, it was constitution. And they went ahead and they fought through it. I said, then when I was going on a couple of months ago, that the Constitution was being ripped, figuratively, ripped and torn and stomped on. And at that time, this is not the Republican Party, uh, this is the Democrat Party, but also some in the Republican Party. Pat Toomey, uh, Ben Sass, Bill Cassidy, um, Mitt Romney, and all these these people, Susan Collins, uh, Lisa Muskowski, um, all these, all these Republicans that swore that they were going to protect the American Constitution in, in, that, in that affair with the impeachment, they didn't do it. They turned their back on the Constitution. Now I don't know what they're going to do on, on, on these upcoming bills, but the Democrats are pushing bills left and right. And they're introducing new bills that are going to go ahead and stop our way of life. 
oh, come on, Isaac, you're a conservative, and you're going ahead, and you're just making fear-mongering, and you're, you're trying to trying to scare us into um, scare us into thinking the way you think. But I'm going to go ahead and show you a couple of things that happened this week that the, the, the Democrats are, are just proving my point. They're trying, they're trying to ruin this nation. They're trying. And I don't know if it is to make it better. I just think they want more power. But I'm going to go ahead and bring some examples to you of why I think the Democrats just don't give a darn what the, the Constitution says. I'm going to go ahead and start off with H.R. 1. Now, I have briefly talked about H.R. 1 on this podcast on a few occasions. Uh, me and Mr. Scott Ford last week went ahead and talked a little bit about it. Talking about Scott Ford, by the way, we are in talks for me to be on the Scott Ford show, so I'll let you know when that happens. But we talked a little bit about H.R. 1 and the voting rights and how they, they want to change the rules. And when I heard this bill at the beginning of the 117th Congress, and I was wondering why... Do Democrats want to change the rules? My, my first question was, if there was, no, if there was nothing wrong in the last election, if there was no fraud, if there was, no, there was, if there was nothing out of the ordinary, why bring out H.R. 1 again? Well, H.R. 1 goes ahead and benefits everything for the Democrats and nothing for the Republican Party. It extends mail-in ballots. It extends uh, same-day registration. I believe it takes away voter IDs. It takes away all kind of stuff, and they want, and what it would do is it will make, <coughs> excuse me, the the, nat- uh, the election a national holiday. And everybody might be saying, well, what's wrong with that? This is the problem. The federal government will control every election in this country under HR1 HR1 would take away the rights of the states to hold their own election see right now the states determine what what the law the election laws are going to be now if you read the constitution the constitution says state legislators not the governors not the judges And that was one of the issues we had in the last election. The judges went ahead. These state legislators said, no, you can't do that. It's against the law. Judges and governors said, nah, we're going to go ahead and we're going to make our own. We're going to do our own way. Now, that's one issue why I think H.R. 1 shouldn't even have been brought up. Because it's against the Constitution. They're, They're trying to give the rights... They're trying to take election rights away from the states and give it to the federal government, and the federal government's going to go ahead and run and make rules and do everything. Look, the only thing that I agree on so far with H.R. 1 is that Election Day should be a national holiday. If you watch all these old shows and these, you hear stories of Election Days back in the day, it was people, they took all day off to go vote. And if it's mom, now... 
people today are not like the people of old where they thought it was a sovereign duty to go ahead and vote. People don't do that no more. It is uh, just another day. But it might turn out. I don't know. But H.R. 1 should have never been brought out to Congress. It should never. It's going to the Senate now. Now, if I'm not mistaken, it needs 60 votes. But doing my research, the Democrats are trying to find a way to go ahead and just do uh, 50 plus 1, which would give Kamala Harris the tiebreaker. Now, you might be asking, well, why the Democrats are doing this? Just to expand their power? Yes and no. It came clear to me this week. H.R. 1 will stop everything that state legislators are doing. What you mean, Brother Isaac? 43 out of the 50 state legislators are introducing bills right now. GOP leaders are introducing bills to tighten up voter laws. Some of them even going far as to put voter IDs. Now, I heard, now I don't listen to this podcast. I thought it was on Snapchat. And I, I just pot, just looked at it. Pod Saves America, them jokers on there were saying, well, this is why we need to pass H.R. 1, because these Republicans are, 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 are suppressing people the right to vote. Because they, they, they won't better go vote. This is going to make people tougher to go, go vote. Now, I don't know about their state, but in the state of Louisiana, all you need is an uh, ID and be registered to vote. Anyone could do it. It is so easy to register to vote right now that you can do it, like in my state, the Go Vote app. Very easy to do. But it's funny, folks, and I, I caught that. I said, huh. Democrats go ahead and put new voter laws is voter equality. Republicans go ahead and try to do voter laws and voter suppression. And the Republicans don't go ahead and argue this, no. Hey, why y'all tell us that we're trying to suppress people not to vote, but y'all guys are changing it so anyone can go and y'all... It's a mind game, folks. It's a mind game on that. But they're trying to make people... Hey, look, the Republicans are bad because they're trying to suppress your right to vote while we're trying to give you the rights. But unfortunately, it's going to cause more and more voter fraud. You think the 2020 election was bad? With all the errors? Let this H.R. 1 pass. You know how you mess up some? Let the federal government run it. I'm just being honest. But anyway, so that's, that's, that's one example of how the Democrats... Don't care what the Constitution says. So I'm going to go on because I know I'm going to have listeners that are going to criticize me and say, Isaac, that's only one bill. Let's go ahead and talk about H.R. 5. Now, I've talked about H.R. 5. It is the, um, the I think it's the eco, the eco uh, the Equality Act. Excuse me. The Equality Act is this, that um, gay and lesbians and LBGTQs, transgenders, or whoever you want to put into that category, will have special rights. They'll be able to use the bathroom of their choice. They'll be able to go ahead and they'll have special rights. Now, when I went ahead and I started studying this, I had a debate with a friend, and they told me, Isaac, you're not for equal rights. I'm for equal rights. I think the Equal Rights Act of, I think, 1964, 
with Martin Luther King and all these people, they were just, it was justified. But for, to, to add the LBGTQ community to this, it's just absurd. It should never happen. Because I would like to ask a question to anybody. What special rights LBGTQ community have lacked since they came out the closet? There's no law in this country that is hurting the LGBTQ community. Not one that I'm aware of. But they want to go ahead and make this HR5 rule. And they want to go ahead and tell these people, look, you have special rights. You better do special things because you identify as a particular people. Now, you might be asking, well, Isaac, what's wrong with that? I don't like the content of it. See, a lot, and I mentioned that a while back when I was saying I debate um, Democrats. They don't want to go into the weeds. They like talking about the surface, but they don't talk about the weeds. There is a, there is a section in that law that explains that the LGBTQ community will not will have the 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 honor i guess you could say of not being talked about if you talk against them or you go ahead and say things that they disagree with well you have uh there's a chance of you going to prison i think it's the section 20 of it i'm not sure i'll try to find the article so this is the thing about it is they're going ahead and try to stop the Christians freedom of speech. Article two, uh, uh, con- uh, amendment number one in the constitution. The first amendment says, well, it covers freedom of speech, freedom of religion and freedom of the press. See if, and if it goes according to the church, see the, the press won't better say nothing bad about them either. So all these conservative Networks like and even this podcast, us talking like this could get us in trouble. Now, I don't care who you are in America, but the First Amendment is very important. Now, the Democrats have been coming after, and look, all liberals have been coming after our First Amendment. Facebook, Twitter, and all these other people, these big tech people, they have been trying to stop freedom of speech. But to take away the spe- uh, the give right to a special group of people because they identify as a, a particular gender or they, they transgender, whatever, and take the rights away of the Christians, that's wrong. Now, I had someone tell me, oh, y'all Christians, y'all always play the victims. It's sad, but in this case, we are. Because the Democrats, first off, hate Christianity. I don't care if they say they're Baptist. I don't care if they say they're Catholic. I don't care. They hate Christianity. Because they don't line up with God's word. But the Democrats are fighting freedom of speech. And this bill shows it. I'm going to go ahead and talk about one more. Let's move into the Second Amendment, why don't we? H.R. 8 came out this week. It was introduced in, uh, in the House. I believe it passed. Is going to and, and Chuck Schumer said, yes, we're going to hear this bill. What it is, is a gun rights bill that goes ahead and expands... Yeah, it, yeah. The, the House passed it. Eight Republicans went ahead and signed it. I'm just, I voted with it. 
But in the Senate, Chuck Schumer said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and hear this bill right away. The meat of the bill is that it's going to do tougher background check laws. And it's going to restrict more people from getting guns. Now, folks, I don't know about you, but here in South Louisiana, Louisiana, we like our guns. We feel you should have gun safety. Look, I'm in the process of showing my boys how to shoot a gun right now. But this bill is taking away rights of citizens and is voided and is going against the Second Amendment. Oh, how dare you say that? You know how hard it is to be get a gun if HR 8 passes? Very hard. Now, I got a question to ask you, folks. Do you think that gun law is going to stop people if they have murder in their heart? If a criminal wants to go ahead and get a gun, he will get a gun. The re- that's why they title them criminals. They don't title them law-abiding citizens. They title them criminals because they do not abide by the law. But you see, folks, the Democrats don't worry about criminals. Hey, they want them to vote in HR, uh, HR 1. They have, they're going to have the right to vote. But law-abiding citizens have to suffer. This is a direct assault on the Second Amendment. Now, in this brief 18 minutes that I've been talking, I have showed you that the Democrats have come against the Constitution on the First Amendment, Second Amendment, and also on the right to vote for the states. Folks, we need to wake up. We need to share this podcast and other podcasts to tell the truth what's going on. We need to go ahead and have the voice of freedom and let the world know that these Democrats are not for us. They're against us. Because they are fighting against our way of life. Without the Constitution, the United States do not, does not have a leg to stand on. It was one of our founding fathers, I want to say it was Thomas Jefferson, that said the Constitution would not work unless for a moral and standing people. Right now in America, it's not so. And the Democrats do not care what it says. They do not want to live by it. They say they like the Constitution. They quote it when it benefits them. But these rounds, let's pray that the filibuster stays in place. Because there's some Democrats that said they would never overturn the filibuster now saying, well, we might have to turn it to change laws. If we lose the filibuster in the Senate, all hell is breaking loose in this country. Because the Democrats will not be, they will, nothing will stop them. But hey, you can thank Rhinos for joining up with them. Yes, we want to work together. It's sad, folks. I'll be right back.
For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. Then you touch me with your hand You made me understand Hold on to the light How you doing everybody? Welcome back to the Cajun Conservative. I am happy again that you have decided to join me. As I talk about these topics that I feel this week has um, has really brought up a storm, you could say. Um, and look, everybody, the, the, the last segment, I just, I don't get these politicians, okay? These politicians go to Washington. And I'm, I'm just not talking about Democrats, I'm talking about Republicans as well. They go to Washington and they, yes, we're for the people. They have a lot of people that go to Washington with good intentions, but come out there more corrupt than anything. And it it breaks my heart to see political parties say, heck on the Constitution, we're going to do what we want to do. And it hurts this nation. This nation is great because, one, of God's anointing power and love on this nation. God's blessings been on this nation for years. But then you got evil, evil people that go ahead and fight God. And that's why this nation's crumbling. Then the second thing that made our country great was the Constitution. We're the only nation that is on our original Constitution right now. But, unfortunately, they want to get rid of that as well. Because it might offend them, or it might go ahead and just, they don't agree with it, so they're just not going to do it. But that is the side, that we're, that's, that's the society we're at right now. Heck on the rules, we're going to make our own rules to benefit us. All right, so as we go ahead, everybody, the, the government this week has said, we're going to show you the money. The stimulus package passed the Senate, went to the House on Wednesday, was supposed to be signed by President Biden on Tuesday, uh, Friday. He decided to sign it on Thursday, had a speech Thursday night, and had a party on Friday because of the passage. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, and if you've listened to this program before, you know that I don't think stimulus packages should work. And I'm sorry, I feel that Republicans are hypocrites. Yes, no Republicans went ahead and supported this stimulus package, and kudos to them. But how many of y'all remember back in Obama's early years when he wanted to go ahead and bail out the uh, the auto companies. Now, every Republican was saying we can't give them free money. 
We can't we can't do these stimulus packages. Evidently, a stimulus package did pass and help the auto industry and other industries. It happened. But the Republicans were totally against it. President Trump comes into play. This COVID um, pandemic happens. And they go ahead and Donald Trump and to him, I said, did they a total? They did six pandemics relief packages. Three of them went to some money went to the uh, to the people. By far, this one, you know, um, one is the biggest fourteen hundred dollars a person, fourteen uh, twenty eight hundred a couple, and fourteen hundred per dependent. I think up to three dependents. This is by far one of the biggest ones, but. When Trump come in there and start talking about stimulus packages and giving money to the American people, Republicans were tickled pink. They couldn't wait to go ahead and do it. And they passed these bills. Now they're against it because Biden, it was too much money for Biden. I don't think they should have ever did it to begin with. And look, I'm not trying to say I don't want people to get helped. Because there's a lot of people that need the cash. But folks... I was hearing some um, some some uh, debates on this the other day. Do you know that this bill has put our debt over thirty trillion dollars? Now, presidents have been spending money out of out of the out of the wazoo, you could say. Obama told Bush that it was unpatriotic. For him to put the debt over $4 trillion. How many of you remember that? But Obama went ahead. I think it went over like $16 trillion after he got out of office. I could be wrong. I don't have the numbers right in front of me. And Trump, supposed to be a Republican and a conservative, went ahead and spent more than any other president. Biden is on the track to spend a lot more, though. I think when Trump got out of office, it was $27 trillion. Not as much as Obama, but still. Right now, our debt, I believe, is about to be $30 trillion. Listening to Senator John Kennedy on the radio the other day, he said that they're, they're trying to pass a $2 trillion green energy bill that's going to be coming up to the floor. And that green energy bill, like I said, is going to be $2 trillion. He said if that bill passes, our debt, is going to go up to $33 trillion. $33 trillion. Let that, let that sink in, folks. $33 trillion, our national debt. China isn't buying this debt. No one's buying this debt because of a world pandemic. So we owe a lot of money and there's no way to pay it. This stimulus package is coming out. Watch when inflation hits. Somebody predicted that in five years, bread is going to be almost $10 to $15 a loaf. Milk is going to be almost $15, $20 a gallon. And don't tell me it's not possible. If you go to California, I had friends that were lived in California for a few years. And they told us, man, the groceries are expensive it was $15 a gallon for milk 
Right now, I think it's like five, six dollars a gallon, give or take. Now we live in the South, so it's not as bad. But folks, this stimulus package is going to hurt America more than anything. Also, this stimulus package isn't really a COVID bill. See, they go ahead and they, they talk about the surface. You know, I've been I've been talking about that. You know, the media does it. The Democrats do it. They all talk about the surface, all the things that are good. But when you go into the bill and you find out things, it's difficult. It, it's difficult to argue because it's not helping America. These stimulus checks that are going out are one highlight. Then you have that they're going to pay for COVID testing. They're going to go ahead and do all this stuff. But a lot of these, this money is going to Democrat states that don't need it. They're bailing out New York. They're bailing out California. They're giving money to Louisiana. And look, I live in Louisiana. And our governor is as liberal as could be. But he comes out and he, look. He likes disasters. He gets money from the federal government every time. They're sending it to states that are not going that that's not going to use it for COVID release relief. They're going to use it for their own personal gain. Now, like I said, look, they're going they're sending us the money, and there's no way that you can go ahead and send it back and say we don't want it. I heard someone say the other day they're probably going to penalize us if we do that. The issue with it is, is that this government has lost control of the dollar. And like I said, this all started off when they were trying to bail out under Obama. But because a Republican president goes ahead and says, hey, I want to go ahead and do a stimulus package. All the Republicans like, yes, we're going to do it with you. Now, don't get me wrong. I know you got to be united. You got to go ahead and stand with the... um, the party understand all that but there's an issue that when these people care more about their image and then the american people could look they look mitch mcconnell and all of them don't have to worry about in years that they're going to get the they're, they're politicians they're going to get the food they're going to get everything republicans democrats all of them they're not going to go short but the american people are suffering this pandemic has hurt us a lot more than what we what we thought. We lost a president that did care for the American people. As I said at the beginning of this program, America first is now America last under this program under these people. It's just sad, folks. It's sad that politicians are gonna let now, like I said, I'm gonna give props to the Republicans. Because this one they did try to fight. But it's sad. It's sad because look. And I'm, 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 please, please, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not trying to say that the money isn't going to help people. It will. But this is how I feel about it. It is a short fix for a, for a long time disaster. Let's just say it like that. It's going to help now, but it's going to hurt later on. It's a quick fix for a situation that needs to get needs to be talked about and fixed a lot better. I'll be right back.
How you doing? Welcome back to the Cajun Conservative. I am happy that you're here for the last segment of the Cajun Conservative. And I want to go ahead and I want to say thank you to all my audience. You know, when I decided to do this, I, I, I knew we would get some listeners, but I, I met some interesting people doing this. And I've got into some contacts and, and introduced to a few people that Love America just like I do. And they want the voice of freedom to be heard. And they're tired of the, I, I want to say it right, the, the hypocrisy of the left. Now, you know, I, I'm, I feel I'm doing my part. I'm giving, I'm sending information out there. But guys, we got to do more. We got to do more. We need to find a way to to change what is going on. America isn't a downward spiral. America is digging a hole that's way bigger than than needs to be digged. That's to say it like that. There is hope. There's still people in this country that love America. And that wants to do better. But we need to go ahead and find ways to get this, free, this, this, uh, this message of freedom out there. Now, look, we got some good people that, that are on the, on the right. Mark Levin, Sean Hannity. You know, a lot of the, look, podcasts like this. I was introduced to a podcast the other day. I, never, I didn't even know they, it was out there. But it's time to make our voices heard. And America needs, first off, it needs revival. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit here, you know, as a Bible-believing Christian, I don't think this nation is going to change unless God is involved in it. This nation is not going to go ahead and heal itself. It needs to go back and turn to Jesus. And we need to go ahead and surrender our heart to him. Excuse me. But this nation isn't, like I said, this nation ain't going to turn unless Jesus is involved. Look, the Bible says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek their face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Folks, unless the church rises up and starts praying, and asking God for revival, we're in trouble. And every day I'm, I'm praying, Lord, send, send revival, raise up a prophet, do something. Because if the church stays quiet, this dark cloud is going to stay above us a long time. 
All right, so I want to go ahead and talk a little bit about it. And I haven't really mentioned anything about this because I just thought, yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's just um, a scandal that's going on. But how many of y'all know that Andrew Cuomo has has been in this scandal for a while of sexually assaulting people? Last time I looked, seven women have come across and said he either touched me inappropriately, he told me something inappropriately, or he suggested something inappropriately with us. And they went ahead and they, you know, he's getting a lot of heat for it. This week, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and others went ahead and said, look, he needs to resign. All, and there's all these people that are coming out, uh, AOC, and all these, all these de- high-profile Democrats are saying, you know, he needs to be, he needs to be, he needs to resign. He just needs to get out of here, let the lieutenant governor take over, and let's work this out. Now, this scandal is covering another scandal, by the way. Because you're not hearing about the nursing home deaths no more. That's, to be honest with you, that's what the Attorney General is really going after. But on COVID, Andrew Cuomo went ahead and put older folks in nursing homes. And they, they, they died of COVID. That's what spoke, sparked the numbers up in, in, uh, in New York. But this scandal is taking light because, like I said, seven women, seven women has come across and said, you know, he, he did something. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, they, 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 they reported it. And it just it, it's look like I said, big Democrats are asking to resign. Now, Andrew Cuomo is saying he isn't going to resign. Now, we don't know by next show how many how, there might be 10 women next week. By the time we meet. But folks, I want to ask a a question. You know, like I said, Andrew Cuomo said he ain't resigning. And I'm going to tell you, why should he resign? Look, I'm not endorsing sexual conduct. I'm not. I'm not endorsing sexual harassment. But the reason this man isn't resigning is, is because he knows that 9 out of 10, he's going to get away with it. Why do I say that? Well, how many of y'all remember Ralph Northam? Ralph Northam is the governor of Virginia. And as the governor of Virginia, he was exposed for using blackface. And him using blackface in two books, people called for his resignation. And all he said was, it was a mistake. And... I'm just, I'm promised I will never do it again. I was wrong and insensitive and everything. And the media went ahead and shasha Ralph Northam. And Ralph Northam never resigned. Lots of big time Democrats said, huh, he needs to resign. But he didn't. The reason being is, and this is my opinion on, on this piece. 
Democrats get away with a lot of stuff because they have the media. Look, Chris Cuomo is the brother of Andrew Cuomo. Chris Cuomo is one of the lead anchors at CNN. Now, I don't know if he's covering the story of his brother. If he isn't, he needs to resign from CNN because he's a new, he's supposed to be a news reporter. And he's supposed to uh, report everything that's going on. Now, Andrew Cuomo's also telling people, I'm not resigning. Wait for the evidence. I never did this. But you know what's sad? Seven women. Seven women has come out. Now, I haven't looked at none of the cases. I haven't looked at none of the, the, um, the insights or anything of that nature. But seven women. And look, this story isn't getting covered like it's supposed to either. When another woman comes out, they, they talk about it for a few hours and then it's just like, let's, let's, let's try to calm this down. Let's got to get the investigation. And Como's saying, no, I'm not going to resign. And they're like, oh, well, he's not resigning. They have all these people asking for him to resign, but he's just not resigning. And they go on. How many of y'all remember Brett Kavanaugh? Look, and a while back with his voter fraud and stuff, I disagreed with Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. But Brett Kavanaugh, when he was trying to get confirmed, Bozzy Ford, a lady named Bozzy Ford, came up and said, I was gang raped by Brett Kavanaugh. How many of y'all remember that? It was breaking news, nonstop coverage. He should go ahead and, re- and pull back his nomination. They called him everything in the book to shame this man. And it came to find out, and according to court records and all that, that it was a total lie. You know, when you ask somebody, hey, when did you, like, um... Where did it happen? Oh, I don't know. What time did it happen? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember nothing. But he did it. There was no proof. According to these seven seven women, there's a lot of proof. But they bashed. They slandered. They did whatever they wanted to Brent Kavanaugh. And it was wall-to-wall coverage. I don't even, I don't, like I said, look, I don't watch the news like that. But to my knowledge, they're not slandering Andrew Cuomo. Now, look, Andrew Cuomo also got the, like I said, the the nursing home scandal death, uh, the nursing home scandals, where he put people in nursing home to purposely let them catch COVID. You know how many people died in these nursing homes? How, why is that not a big rage? But you didn't hear nothing about that. Then all of a sudden these women come up and you hear kind of sort of what's going on with that. But it's still not wall to wall. The media is trying at their best to help Andrew Cuomo. See, a while back, Andrew Cuomo was their, their pillar of society. Yes, this man went around the country, wrote a book. The COVID situation wasn't even... I think six months old, he wrote a book how he went ahead and handled up on COVID. 
he, he handled it up so well that he killed people on purpose, basically. When you put six sick people in nursing homes. But that scandal isn't being talk, talked about too much. These women, on the other hand, yes, it is. Now, do I think he should resign? Or Look, let's, let's wait till the investigation happens. Because... You know, I don't want to be that that Republican that does this. Because the Republicans get attacked like this all the time. There's something that, oh, they sexually harass somebody. And it goes ahead and as, you know, they without facts, they go ahead and they blast them up. There is an investigation going on. But like I said, seven women and even one went to the cops. It's not looking too good for Mr. Andrew Como. But guys, this is the world that we live in. It's the world that we live in. It's just there's there's scandals upon scandals, there's upon scandals. I'm just This story is is, is troubling. But like I said, it's yeah, it is getting reported. But the main scandal shouldn't is not being reported. And it should be. I just want the I want the fair treatment of both Democrats and Republicans. What we can do about it? Well, look, we can pray about it and say, "Lord, let Your will be done." I want to thank you for joining us here on tonight on the Cajun Conservative. It was a great honor and pres- pres- uh, great honor and privilege to be with you tonight. I can't wait to be with you next week. Remember, Jesus is King. He's always going to stay on the He's, he's on the throne. He's coming back one day. Are you ready for his return? Until next week, be blessed, stay safe, and God bless. Bye-bye.